Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Space News Pod. My name is Will, and today we're going to discuss Bigelow Aerospace and their Moon Hotel. This thing is projected to go out in 2022, so hopefully they get it done in time so we can all vacation while orbiting the moon. But first, I'm going to take a few moments to say thank you to everybody who's been supporting the podcast. Uh, Patreon patrons, thank you so much. You can go to patreon.com slash space news podcast to support this pod also uh thanks to you right now the person that's listening to this podcast right now thank you so much i appreciate your time and i appreciate your support so anybody who subscribes to the podcast thank you so much hit that subscribe button if you haven't because i put these things out once every day at least sometimes two three times depending on how much news there is and saying that, um, you can find us on social media at Space News Pod on all socials. You can find me on YouTube, youtube.com slash Space News Pod and twitch.tv slash Space News Pod. Now let's get into Bigelow Aerospace. While they're a Las Vegas-based space pod company, they send inflatable space pods to the International Space Station, which are then inflated and then people live in them. It's a habitat area on the International Space Station. There's one up there right now. They're testing it. They're doing numerous tests on it. They're making sure that the thing works. Uh, So that's up there now. That's doing its thing. People are actually interacting with it, and it seems to be going just fine. But Bigelow has, well, bigger plans. And by bigger, I mean a bigger inflatable pod, which is called the B-330 or the Lunar Depot and it could be orbiting the moon sometime soon. Now this thing's pretty big. It's about the third of the size of the International Space Station, and it's not just an add-on. This thing is going to be a standalone station that they want to orbit the moon and be a habitat for astronauts and regular people that want to go, well, I guess go up into space and hang out. And this solo pod, This thing could hold about six people, and it's also going to be a significant lunar business development. And what's cool is that United Launch Alliance, which is a joint venture between Boeing and Lockheed Martin, two humongous aerospace giants, they plan to partner with Bigelow to launch the habitat into space, then get it orbiting around the moon. So also these habitats, these inflatable habitats, they're much easier to fit into rockets and therefore they're easier to launch um, because they're not as heavy. They're smaller than they expand when they get up to their destination. So Bigelow himself said in a statement that its pods also provide greater volume, safety, opportunity, and economy than the aluminum alternatives. And the Bigelow expandable activity module, that's the beam that's attached to the International Space Station. And that was attached in 2016. And then it was blown up to the full size 
And uh, astronauts don't actually live inside of it, but they use it for space experiments and collecting air and surface samples to test for microbes, as well as monitoring how effective the beam is at blocking radiation. And NASA came out to say that Bigelow's inflatable module, well, it's uh, providing the same performance as more rigid aluminum structures in space. So these things, though they're inflatable and they're not made of like a rigid tube like everything else in space, well, they seem to be working just as well. This thing's going to cost a lot of money, though. This lunar module that's going to be a space hotel, so to speak, it's going to cost billions of dollars. And I'm going to get back to that in a moment. But first, I have to do a pause for the cause, pay some bills. So I'll talk about that in just a minute. All right, let's talk about cost here. Bigelow suggested that he'd need some NASA money to execute his space hotel plans. And it's going to be about $2.3 billion to do this thing. Um, he said that capital has been flowing from both companies and will continue. NASA in this country will need to have investment also to pay for the benefits. And NASA has stepped up. So we're making a deep space gateway, which is going to be a site near the moon that would serve as a pit stop for astronauts on long term missions to Mars. And NASA has said the site would have a small habitat to extend crew time. And NASA confirmed that Bigelow is one of the six companies the agency has elected to develop full size prototypes for the habitat. So let's talk about the habitat for a while. Um, it has two dozen layers, that's 24 layers, and it has a foot thick inflatable shell, and it's a crazy innovative design. Layers are fashioned to break up particles of space debris and tiny meteorites that may hit the shell with a speed seven times as fast as a bullet. And the outer layers protect multiple inner bladders made of a material that holds in the module's air. And the shell also provides insulation from temperatures in space that can range from 250 degrees Fahrenheit in the sunlight to negative 200 degrees Fahrenheit in the shade. The key to the debris protection is successive layers of Nextel, a material commonly used on insulation under the hoods of many cars, spaced between several inches thick layers of open cell foam, uh, similar to foam used for chair cushions on Earth. The Nextel and foam layers cause a particle to shatter as it hits, losing more and more of its energy as it penetrates deeper. I mean, this stuff has to be very protective because if you think about it, Small meteorites are everywhere in space. There's little particles of stuff floating around everywhere. Space is huge, but there's also stuff up there. Now, if that stuff were to hit the exterior of a station module or um, of a Bigelow module, well, it has to be able to protect what's inside, whether it be experiments or humans. You know, one of those things uh, has to be able to protect everything that's inside of it. So with these multiple layers of cushion, uh, it will stop particles from getting inside and rupturing this um, module. And the cool thing is they use Kevlar. So they use uh, Kevlar to hold the module shape and the air is held inside by three bladders of Cobatherm, and which is a material commonly used in the food packing industry. So this is stuff that's already here on Earth, right? So these are the things that they used and they just innovated stuff that was already here. 
and they didn't make anything that's crazy and groundbreaking. They used things that were already available to make something that's really incredible. And the innermost layer, uh, which forms the inside wall of the module, is Nomex cloth. And Nomex is a fireproof material that also protects the bladder from scuffs and scrapes. So there, you know, there's not really sharp things in space. You don't really take sharp tools and sharp things on your clothes in space. But there are things with corners and edges, and those things could possibly hit a wall here and there. And that's what the Nomex cloth is for. So it doesn't tear, it doesn't scrape, and it doesn't scuff. These kind of modules, they're not new. Uh, NASA had the TransHab program, which Bigelow actually gained access to, and they gained access to its engineers and workers, and some of them later went on to advise Bigelow's project. The module follows the launch of two demonstration modules successfully tested in Earth orbit, Genesis 1 in 2006 and Genesis 2 in 2007. And as of 2005, Bigelow Aerospace had plans to develop the CSS Skywalker, a space station based upon using B-330 modules to act as an orbital hotel. Plans in 2010 continued to call for construction of a space station, but without the CSS Skywalker moniker, with more usable volume than the existing International Space Station. And those plans included a complex of two smaller sub-dancer or sun-dancer modules, a combined node and propulsion module, and one full-size B-330 in order to provide a total volume that was only somewhat less than that of the ISS itself, and it would have been built from fewer and larger individual modules. So there's a deep history to this thing, and hopefully we get a uh, Bigelow module orbiting around the moon soon so we can go take trips there on maybe let's see a spacex rocket could take us there maybe you know they're doing a they're doing a tour of the moon they have a private tour of the moon what how crazy is that maybe you can drop off at a bigelow module somewhere around the uh the other side of the moon the far side of the moon and this is supposed to happen pretty soon like mid-2020s so it's gonna happen in our lifetimes if you're you know, if you don't pass away in the next, not to be morbid or anything, but if you make it to 2027 or something like that, another five to eight, nine years or something like that, you're going to be able to see this in action. People are going to be orbiting the moon in this module. Like, how crazy is that? I would do it. I would do it in a heartbeat. If somebody said, hey, you can orbit the moon tomorrow, I'd start training. So let me know if you would start training to go on a orbital mission around the moon and maybe stop in at a Bigelow Aerospace uh, pod module on your way there, a hotel, a space hotel. Uh, let me know on Twitter, on any social, actually, at Space News Pod. You can hit me up on Patreon, patreon.com slash Space News Podcast. Also on Twitch and YouTube, uh, Space News Pod. I want to say thank you for listening to this episode. I appreciate all of your time and... This has been the Space News Pod. My name is Will, and I will see you soon. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. 
Paraton. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.